Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Small Town fam. Happy Friday after Thanksgiving. How are you guys? Where are you? Are you trying to find parking at the mall? Are you relaxing at home? Maybe in a food coma? Hopefully, maybe even you're just taking some you time. Wherever you are today, we are so happy that you're here with us right now because we have a special holiday treat for you today. It's a fun, funny conversation with the Dream Team, and it's a perfect example of the kind of delicious nugget we produce every week over on our Patreon feed, which you could find at patreon.com slash smalltowndickspodcast. The subscription is just $5 a month. Of course, we would love to see you there and have you join our small town super fam. But either way, please enjoy today's holiday snack on us. And we will be back next week with another regularly scheduled episode of Small Town Dicks Season 11. Hey, Small Town Superfam. How's it going? Guess what? It's your lucky day because I'm sitting here with Detective Dan. Hello. Hello. And Detective Dave. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That was very sultry. <laughs> And I told you it's your lucky day, because also sitting with us is the one and only Paul Holes. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're all competing hellos. Never to be outdone. Can I get more breathy? (sighs) This trio never underestimate their competitiveness. (laughs) So we're here to answer some of your questions, and we're going to call you out by name. So, you know, don't drive off the road or anything. It's going to be great. Dave? Teresa Montgomery, step forward. Please step into the aisle. (laughs) Uh, This question is from Teresa Montgomery, and she says, Hi, everyone. Why do police cars park at an angle when performing a traffic stop? And where should we put our hands as the officer approaches the car? Great question. On traffic stops, it's all about safety and anticipating future problems. When I'm setting up a traffic stop, I determine when I put on the lights because I'm trying to plan where I believe that driver's going to react to my lights and pull over in a safe place that's got plenty of room. It's well lit, hopefully. I tried not to pull people over in places where there weren't street lights, knowing that people might have some anxiety about that. Not all cops are like that. There's other times where I just have to pull you over in a certain spot. We angle our cars because we are worried 
especially on highway systems. You'll see a car pulled over and you see maybe the state trooper pulled up behind them, but the state trooper has angled their car to where if they hit the gas, they'd pull out into the next lane of travel. So they're a little bit angled. And there's two reasons why I would do that. One is when I pull up behind the car that I just pulled over, I turn the wheel to the left or to the right, depending on which side of the road I'm on, because emergency lights are like flames for a moth. They are magnets. And you see dash cam frequently of police cars being rear-ended. So that's why we would turn the wheels. So if the patrol car is struck from behind, it doesn't go forward into the citizen's car. It goes off to the side in a different direction. You also can't the car to give yourself a little bit of cover. At least you have a portion of the car that's blocking your approach as a police officer as you walk up to the citizen's car. So you have a little bit of cover. That's really why we do that. There's other reasons too, but the basics are all about safety. Did you say can't? Can't. I've never heard that used that way. Canted, like at an angle. That's a fancy $10 word. Yeah, so I've been pulled over. Since I became a police officer, I always put my hands on the top of the steering wheel, 10 and 2. Also, if it's nighttime, I would turn on my dome light. It lets the officer know that you, the citizen, are conscious of what anxiety the police officer might be feeling as you approach the car. If you have tinted windows in the back seat, roll down the window so the police officer can look and see that there's nobody on the other side of that window if they're so dark that you can't see inside. So all these little things show that you are conscientious, that you are understanding that the police officer might have some safety concerns when they walk up to your car. It's probably going to buy you a little bit of currency with the police officer because I'm like, oh, I didn't have to worry. It was clear that that person was aware that I would probably want their hands up on the top of the steering wheel. The worst thing ever is walking up to a car and you see the person disappear because they're diving over the center console trying to get into the glove box. Right. Or their purse on the floor or... Right. If I see you disappear, I'm like, oh shit, they're going for a weapon or they're going for the drugs to toss them out the window. I want everything to be cool, calm, and predictable as much as they can be on a traffic stop. So everything is designed for safety, safety, safety. Good question, Teresa. Oh, and then the question below that, we can kind of tie into this. Morgan had a question about how should hearing impaired people engage with officers? Great question. In our agency, we have a computer system that if I run your plate or run your name, your information is going to pop up on my screen. If I give that information to a dispatcher, that information is going to pop up on their screen. Citizens can contact their local police department and police departments can enter information onto your specific page that we say it's flagged as info. We can include things like this person's schizophrenic, this person's diabetic, this person has autism. There's all kinds of messages that help law enforcement. So when we come across a person, we have no idea what the circumstances are. And all of a sudden this person's non-communicative. If I'm eventually able to get to the point where I get this citizen's name, I run it. They come back and they say, this person is hearing impaired. This person has autism. It's just more information and it arms everybody with information that can keep everybody safe. 
So Morgan also, in her question, she says, we've been told to wear signs or put stickers on the car stating you're deaf, but I feel like it would make us a target. If you mean a target from criminals, I could understand that. You're definitely not going to be a target from law enforcement. We're not more apt to pull you over if that's a concern of yours. I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's being a target of criminals. But if you just motion to your ears and point and mouth, I'm deaf, we get it. And I've had multiple interactions with hearing impaired people where that was actually the way that I discovered that they were hearing impaired. It's as simple as that. You don't need to wear a sign. Hey, small town fam, it's Yardley. It's gonna be summer soon, so the potential for stinky pits is imminent. That's why I really love Lumi. I'm obsessed with their sweat control, cream deodorant. I think I've said this so many times, but honest to God, I never thought I'd use a cream deodorant because they're sloppy and gloppy and sticky and bleh. But Lumi isn't any of those things. It dries quickly, it's never sticky, and it doesn't leave any white streaks on my dark clothing. So all of those things are a win for me. If you're not familiar with Lumi, let me tell you a few things. Six years ago, an OBGYN invented her game-changing whole-body deodorant, and now it has over 300,000 five-star reviews from people like me. Lumi is baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced, so it's safe for your pits and your bits, which means you can use it below the belt. They have a lovely variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, my favorite, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. And the secret to Lumi's success is it's formulated and powered by mandelic acid. That's how it stops odor before it starts. So, small town fam, Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, my fave, and two free products of your choice, like mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. And on top of that, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code, which is small town. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off the starter pack. So use code SMALLTOWN for 15% off your first purchase at LumiDeodorant.com. That's code SMALLTOWN at L-U-M-E-Deodorant.com. Do it. Hey folks, Detective Dave here. Let me tell you about Simply Safe, the home security system that I trust to keep my family safe. I depend on Simply Safe to provide me and my loved ones with 360 degree coverage of my property and valuables. I love the variety of monitoring sensors available with Simply Safe Home Security. You get a glass break sensor, which in my experience is one of the most effective tools of detecting a break in. In addition, Simply Safe offers motion sensors, entry sensors, sirens, and flood and fire detection. With Simply Safe Home Security, I have the flexibility to use keypads at multiple entries at my house. This option is especially important to me and my family. I can provide access to people I trust and limit having multiple keys outside of my control, all at the push of a button via the Simply Safe app. It comes with a variety of cameras for indoors and outdoors. And best of all, Simply Safe is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than $1 a day. It gives me peace of mind knowing I can leave the house, I can leave town, 
I can even leave the country, and I know my home is simply safe. The mobile app integration makes it so easy to make sure everything's in place in real time. I check it every day when I'm away from home. Simply Safe is the best. U.S. News and World Report names Simply Safe Best Home Security Systems 2024. And Newsweek ranked it Best Customer Service in Home Security. With Simply Safe, there are no contracts. And if you're not happy with the service or the product, they have a 60 day money back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Right now, Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/smalltown. That's simplysafe.com/smalltown. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, small town fam, it's Yardley. I want to talk about Pros. Pros is the custom hair and skin beauty brand where you get on their website, answer a bunch of questions about where you live and how old you are and what kind of hair you have, what kind of hair you want to have. And then from millions of possible formulas, they create a formula just for you. So I'm lucky I have a lot of hair. Most days, my hair is the boss of me. So I need shampoo and conditioner that gets my hair to calm down a little bit. So I've been using Pros for a while, and one of my favorite things about it is you can choose your scent. They have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and then adjusts the formula. Also, Pros is a certified B Corp. It's cruelty-free, and it's the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So it's not only better for you, it's better for the planet. So, small town fam, Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash town. That's right. You get your free consultation and then 50% off at pros.com slash town. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash town. Do it. Okay, here's a question from Natalie Winkop from Brisbane, Australia. Woo! We love our Australian fans. G'day. Oh, Sorry, Natalie. <laughs> Sorry. So Natalie wants to know, for Dan, Dave, and Paul, what are your career paths apart from the podcast? Now that you all are retired from law enforcement, what would be your dream careers? Who wants to go first? Paul does. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just volunteered. Oh, wow. Well, you know, my my current career path, you know, I'm very much on the media side doing the podcasts. I've also got uh, multiple TV projects. I'm currently filming with HLN for a series, an existing series that I am now the host of called Real Life Nightmare. When do we get to see that? Mid-November is when the first episodes that I worked on come out. You know, and, and what I like about that is that they're starting to change that series, which is unsolved cases, but they're starting to utilize my experience expertise. So as I go through working these various episodes, it's morphing a little bit to where now I'm going out to the crime scenes. I'm interviewing law enforcement. I'm 
you know, suggesting opinions in terms of uh, investigative directions. My dream job on this side, you know, I still consult with law enforcement today on unsolved cases, uh, whether they're cold cases, older cases, or current cases. But I do think continuing to do that, but do it in the media space as well. And in some ways, I am working my dream job when I do those TV projects. That's fantastic. Your wheelhouse being kind of a fresh set of eyes with your expertise looking at these cases is a really perfect marriage. You're so brilliant at it and you really bring an incredible perspective and so much detailed information to what you're looking at, what the crime is, if you get pictures, because I've stalked you a lot. Paul Holes, stalked a lot of your podcast conversations, your television. I'm a fan. I'm just going to say it. There, I said it. Uh, but it's great. It makes me happy that you're loving it as much as we enjoy watching you do it and listening to you do it. Well, thank you, Yardley. Um, Dav? Career path moving forward. <laughs> uh, well, currently I do work for Paperclip. Yes, you do. My sister-in-law is also my boss. I own you. <laughs> <laughs> and Zipper, you're somehow related to Zipper now. That's right. Uh, so really my main focus is just to keep up with the kitty litter box. <laughs> Zipper and Petunia, high fiber diets. They're healthy. Um, my career path has been to work for Paperclip and kind of learn the media, television, and movie side of the business. Uh, I was in Nebraska this summer for the filming of a movie that I'm really excited about. I think people will like it. It's called The Snack Shack with Gabe LaBelle and Connor Sherry and Mika Abdallah, David Costable. They really are rising stars. Yeah. I was entertained while I was watching the filming, so I, I can't wait to see what the final product is. Also trying to build out our audio division at Paperclip. More podcasts, better content, trying to navigate what resonates with the listeners. Yeah, we have The Briefing Room, which was your brainchild coming up in the new year. We've previewed it a little bit on the main feed. And of course, here on Patreon, you guys all know about it. But that's going to be a really fantastic series. We have some terrific conversations coming up. I'm excited. It's a format change. You know, Small Town Dicks is all about cases. And this one will be more general conversations about topics that impact law enforcement, topics that impact communities, those types of things. Dream job? Mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston's pool boy. <laughs> or golf pro. Let's go with golf pro. I'd love to be a bench coach for a major league baseball team, like the guy hanging out in the uh, bullpen, just hanging with the dudes, but you get to travel, you get the per diem, you get to wear a uniform again. Like, oh God, a bench coach for a major league baseball team. Whew, pretty good. Any major league baseball managers listening? Detective Dave <laughs> is ready for a new job. I've only been out of the game for 25 years. <laughs> Dan? Uh... Kind of the same for me, not to the same degree that Dave is working for Paperclip, but, uh, you know, we've been at this podcast thing for a few years now, and we've got some things that we're working on. I can't give away too much, but I'm very excited about those things, these projects that we're working on with some great people. That includes Small Town Dicks, which is great. That includes Small Town Dicks, all born out of this podcast. So um, that's been exciting for me. Um I'm trying to raise this cat 
Uh, she's pretty old. She's a bit of a pill. She's 15. But uh, she loves attention and... She loves you. Yes. And since being out of law enforcement, one of the things that I've been able to do, largely due to the grace of my new wife, Yardley, <laughs> uh, is I've been involved in baseball. And it really was the first love of my life. Um, I was able to coach minor league baseball for a couple of years. We won a championship one year. Uh, I got a big shiny ring. Dave, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think so. Cut his mic. <laughs> mute, mute. Sounds like sibling rivalry here. Yeah. It never gets old. <laughs> and recently, this past summer, I got to spend the summer with college baseball players who are playing summer ball. And it's extremely rewarding to me to be able to do those things, uh, to be on a baseball field. But I will say that my dream job, I would love to be on the PGA Tour playing golf. Oh, wow. But my golf game is never going to be that good. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, you don't have to worry about me. Dan can't hit a nine iron. And Dan's wedge game between 40 and 85 yards, like mine, is garbage. <laughs> Paul and I are like, I got nothing. I'm thinking about my answer and I'm going, oh my God, it seems so bland and vanilla compared to this. And I have to throw out there, if I were to say my fantasy job. Yeah. I would be a guitarist in a hard rock band. Oh. Nice. See, now we're talking. All right. <laughs> Small town super fam, what'd I tell you? I have questions. Uh, hang on. Just let me tease this a little bit. Okay. Are we talking like big hair, like, like the 80s, 80s hair bands, bands and face paint? What, what, <laughs> what genre of rock are we talking about? It would span from 1970s classic rock through the hair bands, through grunge till today. <laughs> it all is included. Just a journeyman guitarist who's living the dream on the road. That's exactly it. I love that. We got to get him some leather pants. <laughs> oh. That's a good Christmas gift. <laughs> yes. You, Yardley? Oh, um, well, I, you know, I've have been really fortunate as an actor. I really love being an actor. I don't get to do as much acting as I used to at the top of my career. I really love stage and the live audience. They're so unpredictable, but there's something I sort of, I'm not really risk averse. So I like that kind of uncertainty, despite being really afraid of everything and just having an overabundance of courage. Um, but if I wasn't an actor, I would be a professional ballroom dancer. Yeah, we tried that. Well, you don't want to be a professional ballroom dancer, so. <laughs> Much like my aspirations of being on the PGA Tour, I'm just not good enough. That's not true. He was great. She can boogie and I cannot. We only had six lessons. This was before the wedding. And Dan did a great job with having never taken dance lessons before. I've taken ballroom dancing lessons, tango lessons over the years. Um, and I really love it. To me, that's pure joy. I saw your first dance at the wedding and Dan's hips do lie. <laughs> Golf and ballroom dancing are safe from Dan's invasion. <laughs> I do have to say regarding Yardley being on stage, it was like the first time that I hung out with Yardley. I saw her on stage at the Hollywood Bowl, sold out 18,000 people. And seeing her on stage is like I could feel little tinglies <laughs> in my belly. 
I got the butterflies and that's when I began falling in love with Yardley. Ah, oh, it was three nights of the Simpsons at the Hollywood Bowl. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Listen, I hardly knew Dan. I will say I got regular updates that evening. Oh, you did? I was like, how's it going? And he's like, this is cool. <laughs> Meeting cool people. Holy shit. There's a lot of people here. I'm like, all right. Enjoy LA. <laughs> Call me when you get back. Don't bother me. Play like a champion today. <laughs> yeah. So when is uh, Dancing with the Stars going to happen? Uh, I don't know. We've actually pitched the producers like, hey, you should have Yardley on Dancing with the Stars. They haven't taken us up on it, but I do feel like, you know, even though I'm 58, I would give people a run for the money. I'm really hard worker. I have good rhythm. I'm by no means, I'm no, um, uh, who's in Dirty Dancing? Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey. I'm no Jennifer Grey, but I'm not the worst. All right, producers, get on it. Get on it. We need to start a petition (laughs) by our small town fam. Yeah. To get on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I actually think I'm just not salacious enough and I'm not famous enough. Are you saying that we need to concoct a scandal? <laughs> Probably. To generate some buzz. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, I don't have controversy. I have a good reputation in town. Yes, I play this iconic part, but nobody knows who I am. And nobody sits Yardley in a corner. Right. Next time you and Dan uh, <laughs> emerge from a restaurant, you should just turn around, right? haul off, and just slap them. <laughs> <laughs> First, I'll call the paparazzi yes, make and sure say, it's recorded. listen, we'll be at Spago. Be there at 8.15. Smack! Will I get a vote? <laughs> no. <laughs> no vote. Well, isn't this how Ronald Miller broke up with his hot girlfriend in Can't Buy Me Love? It was a huge scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was. There's a little throwback. <laughs> and it all started with red wine on a white leather suede dress. Good God, why are you drinking red wine wearing a white leather suede dress? It was a bad move. Can't Buy Me Love, available on beta and VHS. <laughs> Small town super fam, come on. Isn't that worth your $5 a month? You just got such a big peek behind the curtain of Paul, Dan, Dave, and me. We think you guys are awesome. We're so happy you're here. Keep sending us those questions. That's fantastic. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Small Town Dicks on Patreon is produced by Gary Scott and me, Yardley Smith, and co-produced by Detectives Dan and Dave. Our associate producers are Aaron Gaynor and The Real Nick Smitty. Our editors extraordinaire are Logan Heftel and Soren Bajan, and Logan also composed our Patreon theme music, so that's fancy. And finally, our books are cooked and cats wrangled by Ben Cornwell. The team is forever grateful for your support. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.